0: I'm going to do what I've just done with the kids with you. Because I don't think that what we do in here should be any different from what we do in there. Do you agree? Right, so I'm, yeah, I'm good. Going, I'm going. No, you be patient. Be patient. There's a clue. Right, did you know that your personality will open up a door? I don't know, I don't think I am. Did you know that your personality will open a door? Yes? Yeah. Right? But your character will keep that door open. There's a bit of wisdom for you. Your, your personality, like I'm, I'm, sometimes, you know, my personality, I'm outgoing and etc. and I can open up doors. But if my character sucks, that door can remain closed to me. Yes? yes. So... The kids have been doing nine fruits, nine gifts of the spirit. That's your personality. So they've been doing it and they've learned it. They know it. Well done. How many gifts are there? Nine, nine. Thank you. Kids, well done. But what I've been saying to the kids, you might, have the, you might have a healing anointing or a miracle. You might have wisdom, incredible wisdom or knowledge or discerning of spirits or tongue or interpretation to tongue. You might have all nine of these things. Yep. But if your character sucks... It means nothing that's what Paul wrote mm-hmm. says that if you haven't got love in your heart it's a clanging symbol right, yeah. if you haven't got love and you're not operating out of love and what is coming to us is this is that in the past God gave these great men and women such incredible gifts of healing signs and wonders but their character sucks sucked I, I don't want to mention too many names but you know. We can mention people like i mentioned last week um Alexandra, alexander dowie alexander dowie had a great healing ministry he was the man that really instrumented the healing anointing that came in the church in the 1940s but alexander dowie he, he was a guy sorry w- william brannan 1948 the healing anointing really came into the church but william but alexander Dowie, he started in 1888 and he influenced somebody like john g lake but the problem is alexander Dowie, incredible ministry i mean incredible miracles they, at the back he he they say that that he healed over a hundred thousand people in his ministry a hundred thousand they had chairs wheelchairs and things all at the back of the church because people were coming in on wheelchairs and leaving them it was an incredible, incredible ministry. And then John G. Lake came along and, and he got impacted. He brought two brothers that were dying They got healed at, a, at an Alexa, Alexandra Dowie meeting. Two brothers. And he came from, from all the way in, in uh, Canada to Chicago where Alexandra Dowie was operating. And he went home, and as we know, he went home, I told you last week, he found his wife was dying. So he, he then sends a telegram to Alexander Dowie saying, please pray for my wife. And Alexandra sends a, a telegram straight back, do not worry, I am praying. She will live and not die. And immediately his wife gets out of bed, completely and utterly healed. And it sends uh, John G. Lake on a quest, and we know that, that he preached in Africa, and he saw huge signs and wonders breaking out in his ministry. And he was trying to tell the people that it was Jesus that was healing because he then used the thing of Jesus being the rock and he walked up to a rock and he laid his hands on the rock and he says Jesus is the rock and for three days people were coming to that rock and touching it they were bringing dead bodies that would touch the anointing on that rock and these people were getting up and out incredible for three days people were being healed of every kind of the illness and disease but John G. Lake went down the same road as Alexander Dowie, he he got, he started operating out of the spirit, and he started entering into, I'm, as Alexander Dowie signed his name, I am Elijah restored. So he took the glory of God unto himself, and he fell into huge dis- dispute, and John G. Lake did the same thing, and John G. Lake, he had a, a city called Spokane, just outside Washington, and it was... This was in the papers in America, across the front papers. These weren't Christian papers. And they said, Spokane, the healthiest city in America, through what John G. Lake was doing. And then we see William Branham, a humble, humble man, again having this healing anointing. And then from 1948, and the healing went right the way through the church and right the way through the world, through people like William Branham. And then we know that William Branham influenced many others, like T.L. Osborne, Jack Coe, you know, and, and these great men and women, Catherine Coleman then, Amy Simple mcpherson you know, they were you know, one of the first books that Heidi ever brought back, talking about signs and wonders, a word that I had not known for most of my Christian law, walk with the Lord. I didn't believe in signs and wonders. And Heidi brought this book back, back in 2003, 2004, called "Signs and Wonders. Who was it by? Maria Woodward-Etta, I ask you to read that book. This little little woman, she was only about four foot nine, and, and the Lord appears to her and says, I want you to go around the world showing my love and my healing. And, and she said, but, but Lord, I, I, I'm just a simple woman. I'm just a simple woman, and I can't read or write. And on the wall appeared the Bible, and in an instant she could memorise it in an instant. Memorise the whole of the Bible. And she could instantly read. And it was even where she went to different countries, she found herself talking in those languages. And by the end of it, they say that she could speak fluently nine languages. That's the power of the Holy Spirit, isn't it? But folks, we've got to be careful because with what is coming to us now, today... And it's literally today this is a today word what is coming to us was great signs and wonders but our characters have to match up to the anointing so what are the characters what's the very nature of jesus who said love first i think heidi give me another one (laughs) give me another one Faithfulness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. 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 What? Peace. Goodness, goodness. well done. Good. (laughs) Toffees. Come on, give me another one. Nobody said it. <laughs> Love well done. <laughs> right, there's there's one missing. There's two missing. Love <laughs> joy. Oh, good catch. Love, joy, patience, ki- kindness. Yeah, I'd, I'd do it a different way. But no, there are nine fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, goodness, self-control. Right, I want you to put your hand up. Where in the Bible does it tell, tell us about the nine fruits of the Spirit? Uh, Shhh. Shhh. put your hands up. Uh, Go on then, Jane. Galatians what though? Galatians. Ooh! Well done! Galatians 5 22. So who hasn't had a sweet? I don't like them. No. <laughs> who hasn't had a sweet? Go on, pass them all. We should do that for, like, prayer. If you pray I mean, who, hasn't had, who wants a sweet? Who hasn't had one? You've had loads, Thomas. Barry, you can have one right? See, look, I haven't even kept one for myself. Oh, I've got four. <laughs> okay, so what I, what, what I was talking about last week was basically um, looking at this whole thing of power, the power of the Lord coming on us. And I want to continue down that vein of the power because what we have got to do is this is that most of the church is dominated by what? Feelings. It's our feelings. So if, if we are being preached to, we will take what has been preached to us based on how it makes us feel. Yes? Mm-hmm. So this is why sometimes, you know, we find people just tickling ears for getting bums in seats. But do you know what? I want to speak the truth. I want to speak the truth because I don't want what we are hearing to go in based on our feelings. I want what what I'm, what I'm preaching or teaching on to go in by the spirit. So we have to, and this is where I feel the church has got to now catch up big time, is that we have got to operate out of our spirit person, our spirit man has got to come to the front. It's got to dominate this thing called the soul. Which is what? What's the soul based on? Is our feelings. Our mind, will and emotions. Mind, will and emotions. And our, and our soul dominates how we feel. Whereas what it should be is that we should be saying, Lord, Holy Spirit, come to the front of me. Come, Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. The same Spirit. So, if the Spirit of God is in us, which is the very DNA of Christ, of Jesus, the very DNA of Jesus, it's what Paul Keith calls the sperma. It's in us, the very same Spirit, sh- we should be operating out of the Spirit, man. Those that are led by the Spirit, the Bible says, are sons of God, are sons of God. Listen, if I can be a bride, you can be, ladies, you can be a son, right? If we are called son. We've got to be learning how to operate out of the spirit. Because what is the spirit? It's a direct link to the Lord. It's a direct link. It's like this wire is inseparable from the Lord. It's a direct link, and then you will start operating, walking in the spirit, seeing in the spirit, touching, smelling, hearing in the spirit. The five physical senses will be operated just as much in the five spiritual senses. I want to see in the Spirit, don't you? Yeah. I can only do what I see the Father doing. John 5, 19. You know, I've just you know, just given you. John five nineteen. How did Jesus do that? Because he operated in the Spirit. Because that Spirit, man, is a direct link to the Heavenly Father in Heaven. Direct link. You can't cut that line. But what happens is, is our souls cloud the issue. It just clouds us. And we operate more out of this then we do this, because Paul says that our mind is an enemy. Our heart is an enemy to Christ, to, to the Spirit. It's an enemy, because Paul recognised that people are operating out of their personalities, not their character of love, joy, peace. And, and in, in Galatians, uh, Ephesians, no, sorry, Gal- Ephesians five verse one, it says that well, I'll read it to you. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the ways of love. Walk in the ways of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. You've been bought at an incredible price. Incredible price. And and, and we've had this thing called grace enriched upon us. But you know what? Our characters have to match it with what is coming to us, with what is coming. We're going to have incredible power and authority when we operate, when we can be trusted to operate out of our spirit and not our mind, will and emotions. But the spirit of God can completely sanctify your mind, will and emotions. You can have, like Heidi, I know, you know, sometimes you know, she, she will feel something in the spirit and it will manifest with her groans and, and moans and her shout and crying. Now, Josh and I are quite used to this. Oh, it's just mummy having a cry. You know, but, but she's operating out of that spirit because it's moving her. And it says that the spirit will moan and groan. Moan and groan. Because it's just something that's been birthed in us. And that's, that's called The spirit. That is in you, the same spirit. Kids. You're not kids anymore. right? You're men and women of God. But the same spirit lives in us that raised Jesus from the dead. The same spirit. But what has clouded it? Soul. The soul man has clouded it completely. You know, we should be walking. I'm here. We should be walking down the streets and the very fullness of the Spirit that is in us. People should be putting out the dead and the sick and just the very presence of the Holy Spirit on us. Where it's overtaken us, it's enveloped us. Should be healing the sick. Now listen, I've operated out of faith. I've seen miracle signs and wonders. I've been telling the kids about it a little bit. But the Lord pulled me out of it in 2012 and he said, Andy, I wanna deal with something. And it's called your character and i knew very little about it and then the nine fruits you know to love the lord with all of your heart to love one another that's that's where we get so wrong in church so wrong in church we are lousy at loving one another preferring one another being good and faithful and kind to other people we're lousy at it but here's what's coming this is what i'm preparing you for we were praying yesterday (coughs) We were praying yesterday, and Yusef said something. You know, a lot of people said some things that were just connecting with what the Lord was showing me. And, and, and we have got to know that our prayers have been answered. We've got to know that our prayers have been answered in this place. Otherwise, we just might as well close up our prayers. Because if we ask, and he hears and it's coming out of our spirits. If we are praying out of our spirit, it will be answered straight away. The anointing is coming in this place. It's gonna come on you and me to do great signs and wonders because I believe God is about to entrust this on a group of people that are undone in love for him. Love the Lord with all of your heart, with all your mind. There you go. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind it's your soul it needs to be sanctified and you need to be daily saying holy spirit the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead lives in me so holy spirit come out come and take over come to the front i give you permission give him permission to take it over to take your body over to to, to rule and reign over your soul and your mind and your will and emotions. Holy Spirit, come and take control over me. Amen. You start doing this and you'll start operating in the things of the spirit. Cuz the Lord will trust you. But you know, I don't believe that we have the power yet. But I do believe it's coming. So what is the power? It's the power of the age to come. It's Isaiah 11 verse 2. You better go and learn that. You better go and read about it. You need to understand what is coming on the church. We will operate not out of a word of knowledge, but out of the spirit of all knowledge. We just won't have a revelation. We'll have the spirit of all revelation. I'm telling you, we won't be operating out of a little bit of might. We'll have the spirit of all might. We'll have the spirit of all knowledge and all wisdom. We will lack nothing. But we have to earn it. We have to prove to God that we won't operate in our souls but operate in the spirit of God in all things. We must learn this. We've got to learn it because the power is coming to us. But you know what? I'm going to prove to you by the word of God that Jesus had to to learn this. Jesus had to learn that he could be trusted by the Father. That's incredible, isn't it? Can I prove it to you? Because I bet you've never seen it before. I've spoken a little bit about it, but I'm going to unpack it for you. This is my part two of last week's talk. See, see God wants us to do the greater works of John fourteen twelve. But what I've seen in church, especially in the charismatic church, is that we have fallen in love more with the signs and wonders of God instead of the sign and wonder giver. Yeah. We've messed that up big time. It's all about signs and wonders. Oh, can I pray for you? Which isn't bad. I'm not saying it's not... I'm not you know. But, but we've got to be led to the one by the pool of Bethesda. Send me to the one that you want me to speak to. Send me to the one that wants me to, that you want me to heal through the power of the Holy Spirit. Send me to that one, you know. And I'm not putting down anything, you know, I, I, I love people's hearts when they go on the streets and they pray for people. I'm all for that. But listen to me. This is what we're not seeing. Acts 5, verse 12 to 15. The apostles performed many signs and wonders among the people and All the believers used to meet together at Solomon's colonnade. No one else dared join them. Why? Why didn't the people want to join what the disciples were doing? Because it was a fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord kept them away. (gasps) You say the wrong thing in their presence. Sapphira and and Ananias and Sapphira found out. Wow, you, you go against the, the you know, the, and the, do you see what I mean? They dared join because some of them might have died. Nevertheless, even though they highly regarded them by the people, nevertheless, more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. As a result, people brought the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and mats so that at least, at least, Peter's shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. The crowds gathered also from the towns around Jerusalem, bringing the sick and those tormented by impure spirits, and all of them were healed. All of them were healed. And this was the least that that, that Peter walked in. The least. Wouldn't you like it, Wes? that you're so full of the Spirit of God that you walk past people in the supermarket and they all fall down and they're all healed. They're all delivered. And you don't even have to touch him or pray for them. It's just the very presence of God. And that's the least of your anointing. Come on, folks. This is the Word. This is the Word of God. And we want to operate out of what? Love. Love and the good works will will follow. Love and the good works will follow. Love, I want to spur you on to love and good works. But this is coming to us and it's coming to you and to you and to you and to you and to you. All of us. Do not say I'm disqualified. This will never happen to me because then it won't happen to you. Because if you don't see it in the spirit, this is where you've got to see it in the spirit. And then by faith say yes. Yes. And then it will be activated in the physical. I see this in the spirit first. And I'm just walking it. I'm talking it. Because I'm going to be doing it. We're going to see hundreds of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people being healed and delivered. And come to Christ with very little preaching going on in church. It's coming. It's coming to us. Because we're in love with him. We're in love with him now i want to come to jesus had to prove his worth but he did not receive the fullness of the power of the holy spirit at his baptism now that might shock some people but here in luke 3 verse 21 and 22 luke 3 21 and 22 when all the people were baptized it came to pass that jesus was also baptized And while he prayed, the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice from heaven said, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. So we know that the Holy Spirit came on Jesus at his baptism. Yes? So where did Jesus go directly after his baptism? Where did God say, take him? To the wilderness he took him to the wilderness and there Jesus fasted for 40 days without any water or any food for 40 days that's six weeks Jesus did not eat a thing and did not drink a thing any water why have you ever asked yourself why did Jesus go through this he did not go don't listen to the teaching he did it for us no he did it to prove something to the Father. He had the fullness of the Spirit, but he didn't have the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit. What was the purpose of the wilderness then? Jesus had to pass a test, just as we must pass this test. These kids sat a test in there. They didn't realize that they were sitting a test. I gave them the nine fruits of the Spirit, and I asked them what they felt they were really good at. And then I asked them to operate what they needed to improve at because there's no failure in these tests what they need to improve on and the common denom- denominator you know what it was self-control parents <laughs> self-control yeah but I, I would I, I would challenge you what I've done with the kids is sit down and say what are these nine fruits am I operating in and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you operate in the ones that are missing and ask God to forgive you when you haven't been kind to somebody or you haven't been good to somebody you haven't been loved to somebody or you haven't been gentle to somebody you haven't been patient and I said to Joshua Joshua please forgive me when I haven't been patient with you because folks it is so important right we know that there, that Jesus went through some temptations we know that you said that the devil came to Jesus and said turn these stones into bread And you've got to remember that Jesus was hungry he'd just been fasting for six weeks he was hungry and he could have said to those stones turn into bread because I'm hungry but he said this to the devil he said it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by the every word of God so what was he saying to him he was saying I haven't heard my father tell me to turn these stones into bread so I'm not doing it. That's what he's saying. I will only follow what I hear the father say. Yes? So the second temptation is verse 5 of Luke 4. It says, worship me and you can have all the authority of the kingdoms of this world. But here's the question. This is Satan telling Jesus he can have all of the kingdoms and authority on the earth. Who gave them that authority? Who gave them dominion over the, over the king, the kingdoms of the world? Adam gave dominion to the devil. Here you go. You can have all the authority that was given to me by Father, my Daddy God, and I'm giving it to you. And then, if you look, what the devil says, he says, he says, worship me, worship me. And Jesus says this in verse 8. And Jesus said to him, Get behind me, Satan. Get out. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and in him only shall you serve. You See, what Jesus was saying to the devil, Do you know what? There's only one God in my life, and I will worship him, and I will serve only my one God. You are not a God. My Father in heaven is my God. And in Him, how many gods have we got in our lives? One. 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 You know Islamic State, right? Have you seen when they do this? They have one finger up in the air like that. What are they saying? There is only one God, Allah. There's only one God, and that's what they're saying. We've got it first. There is only one God, and His name is is Jesus. We've got it first. That's the devil counterfeiting. You've got to have eyes to see these things. As soon as I saw them doing that, I knew what it was. Counterfeit, counterfeit, counterfeit. Because there should only be one God. And then we know that Jesus was taken to a high point in the temple and the devil saying, go on, prove who you are. Prove who you are. And then all of these people down in the temple will know who you are. Just chuck yourself off. And the, and all the angels, God will send the angels to catch you, and that your feet will just land on the floor like a feather. And that's what the devil was trying to say to him. Go on, prove who you are. If you're the son of God, go on, prove it. Prove it to all these people. Use your power. Use your power. And another thing he was saying, the devil was trying to do was force God's hand. Force God's hand to show the devil who he really is, who Jesus was really, because the devil didn't know that he was the son of God. He says go and prove it if you are the Son of God go and prove it chuck yourself off and then everyone here will see who you are just prove it and look what Jesus says it is said do not tempt the Lord your God so what Jesus is saying here look you can put me to the test but do not test him do not test the one that sent me and this is the the part where it says put me to the test but do not test my father but here's the thing can God trust us when he puts us to the test can he trust us that we will operate out of a love for him and nothing else will we operate where he gets all the glory and none of it sticks on us can he trust us when we we see this incredible the spirit of 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 resurrection that is coming into the church where we will raise dead bodies and you know what that will be the least of the anointing you just can't you can't imagine this is the least of it but the resurrection of bodies is going to be commonplace when a group of people become so radically in life in the spirit that is in them coming to the front instead of operating out of our souls because if we operate out of our souls Guess what will, do, what will operate through us? The demonic. Can I tell you a story? Um, Neville, back in the 70s, had a revival in his church. Huge revival. He couldn't, he, he couldn't stop people getting saved. They would have a child baptism, people would get saved. They had so many people came through a threshold, through a, 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 a rim, and walk through that rim, they would get saved. There was one drunk guy that was... Just hanging outside the door and the doors were open. And he, yeah, he just, blah, blah, bleep, 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 bleep. bleep blah. Yeah. And Neville was saying, Lord, Holy Spirit, just let him take a one step across that door. One, just come on, come, come a little bit. And for weeks this guy used to hell hurl, hurl abuse at Neville. And then suddenly he stepped over. <gasps> BAM! Face first. Not a mark on him. There's something for those people. Oh, catch me, catch me, catch me. No, if it's the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit deal with it. But this guy fell face first, and he was unconscious. And then all Neville was called up and said, the guy's saying something, can you hear what he's saying? And Neville put his head down, and he heard the guy speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. He gets up, this drunken man, completely sober, in his right mind, and it becomes that he is born again. And he starts telling Neville about the experiences in heaven that he just had. That's what we want across this threshold. We want people coming in and being overwhelmed with the love of God. The love of God dominating everything in us and on us. You see, we in the charismatic church have become so self-serving. We want the biggest ministry. We want the best worship band. We want the lights. We want, you know, you walk into some churches, and there are, you know, I've been in the world. I don't find, apart from the words being said, a lot of difference between a, a disco and a nightclub. The lights are dimmed. All the, the nice, you know, phew, the smoke is coming out. And, oh, I feel good. Oh, this makes me feel good. I feel good. do, they (laughs) would and then and then i'm telling you folks we operate out of our feelings because it makes us feel good strip all that away and let the holy spirit dominate and this is what we're trying to cultivate in this place this is why i feel we're doing really well in this place is we're putting him first everything i can't tell you how precious you are how precious you are you are precious Every one of you is precious to him and to me and Heidi you are so special you know I've I've had a couple of people come up to me and I'm not boasting because this is God this is this we keep him at number one he is our number one he is our magnificent obsession but a lot of people said Andy you know what you've got in this place and it it helps it it, you know oh thank you for that I needed that it's encouraging and we're meant to encourage one another he said Andy what you've got here in bushfire is unique in Sheffield. <coughs> Excuse me, it's unique in Sheffield. You know, because these people have been around in Sheffield a long time. And guess what? It isn't made up of Andy and Heidi show. <laughs> it's made up by a body of people. That is you and me. And together, we are going to bring the glory of God down. Amen. And together, we're going to give Him all the glory. It's all about you, Jesus. And it is. You want to, you know, you want to feel. The the I had to try and cut myself off from the worship that was happening in here just so I could talk to the kids in there. I had to cut myself off from it, like blah la 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 la. Can't hear it because it is really hard because the spirit of God is in here. I wanted to come out, I came out of the door and went, Shia. Oh, hurry up, kids, let me back in. <coughs> but you see what I'm saying? You see. People want the biggest ministry they want to have the biggest itinerant ministry they want to go across the world they want to get in airplanes and go and live in different hotels and it's not glamorous it's not glamorous but people want this they want to become the itinerant because they're not having to be responsible for people they're not responsible for the people that's, that's, that tells you something doesn't it but when you meet people like bobby connor who exudes the spirit of god when you meet people like Sadhu and Neville, who exude Jesus Christ, and you see Jesus in them, that's so true. I I esteem the men, but do you know what? They're just men. Or great women, you know, not just I'm not being sexist here, great men and women. But you know, I don't put them on a platform. I don't put them on a pedestal and worship them. I worship the Jesus in them. I humble myself to the prophetic in them. Do you see what I mean? You know, and and that's what we must do. Don't don't honour me, you know. And and I know it's hard. Don't just just. I know it's really really difficult, you know, because I'm quite easy to love. No. But but you know you know, yeah. Thank you for the most part. But just just see see the Jesus in me, and love that. As I look at the people here, you've got Jesus in you, and I love it. I love it. And together with unity, which is so lacking in churches, unity of a body of people meeting together with one accord. Like in the upper room. Yes. They came together in one accord to pray. To pray together. And look what happened when they were all in agreement. The Holy Spirit came with fire. 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 But do you know what we've done? We've become... You know, that whole thing of Matthew 25 about the five foolish and the five wise virgins. You know, they had three things in common. Bridegroom delayed. They all had an oil and they all had lamps. So, bridegroom delayed. Jesus, when are you coming back again? Jesus is coming back and he's coming back in your lifetime and in mine. We will see the return of Jesus. And he isn't coming back for a downtrodden church with their backs up against the walls saying, oh, Jesus, he's coming back to lead us in an army. Because yes. we will be victorious. We are victorious. Yes. We shall live and not die. Yes. I'm telling you, this is coming to us. But what's the oil? What's the oil that five foolish didn't trim their lamps, and save some of the oil. What's the oil? And what does the lamp represent? Well, the lamp is their ministry. It's the light in the world. The lamp is the ministry. But it's our love, which is the oil, that keeps that lamp burning. It's our love for him. So when the ministry becomes more important than him, we're missing something. It's very dangerous. I've got to be operating out my love for him. In all things. In every part of me, it's all my love for Jesus. My love for Jesus. But when we start to independently operate away from the Spirit of God, we will operate out of a different form and a different spirit. And it will be influenced by the demonic. I'll guarantee it. There's one famous evangelist I know. I went on two mission trips with him. And I went, wow, okay. Wow, he's got an incredible gift. But his character sucked sucked i heard him address people behind the hotel you know the receptionists and speak to them in the most unkind way and i'm thinking wow that is not the spirit of god that i want had the greatest healing i've ever seen but his character sucked and i came home and i told heidi what i saw in the spirit and within months it happened his ministry stopped because I know that his character sucked and I could see what he was doing but here it comes we must keep ourselves tapped into that spirit and not operate independently of that spirit because when we operate in that spirit we're wired to Jesus and the power of God well just the whole company of heaven, the storerooms of heaven will be open to you. You will call down body parts and they will appear. A.A. Yeah. Allen, Joshua. AA Allen, the big, one of the he's, he's my hero. I love AA. Allen. I love William Branham. I love Smith Wigglesworth. I love, I love these stories. And I wanted to tell you that story. Remember the one I told you last week about the little boy? 4 year old boy who had 26 medical things wrong, had no no genitals, had no feet, every major organ in its body was was completely not normal, it was malfunctioning, 26 major things wrong with it, no feet, no eyes, couldn't hear, all its limbs were like that and A.A. Allen has a vision And he says, I see, I'm in a hospital and I hear, I'm in a baby's ward. I can hear the babies cry. And I see one, two, three, five doctors standing around the baby's bed. And they're saying there are seven, 12, 14, 20, 26 major things wrong. And starts listing some of the things that were wrong with the baby. And the doctors are saying this baby will not live beyond four years old. The baby there was four years old at this time. And they said it won't live beyond four. And the mother was undone with just love and love and love. And said to Brother Shambok, which was A. A. Allen's right-hand man, please get the man of God to pray for my baby. Because she had faith that the man of God would heal her baby. And then a. a. Allen goes back into the vision. He says, and here I am. I see a woman. And she's she's putting a basket into the back of the car. And she's driving from, and she's named the actual place. Oh, my word. She's crossed the Alabama line. This is where they were holding the meeting in Alabama. She's outside the building. Bring me that boy. And the woman runs up with a basket. And a. a. Allen grabs this little baby. And he starts saying, devil, get out of him. Get out of him. He starts cursing. Doo, doo. And then they say a light came over the baby boy. Four years old. <laughs> Four years old, Wes. No eyes. Couldn't hear. And this light went down this baby. And the big blue eyes appeared. Out of nothing. Its ears popped open. You could hear the popping. And as it went down the body, you could hear these limbs literally breaking and crackening and straightening. Doo, 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 doo. And all the organs would be made normal. And it gets down to the... Boom, they appear, your crown jewels, <laughs> they appear, but the incredible thing, then the light went further down, the legs straightened and absolutely straightened, and, but there weren't any feet. And the, there was a woman there who took a photograph, who gave it to Paul Keith Davis, because she was there at the meeting, and she said out of her mouth, was well, the only way I can say it is a great light appeared over the boy's feet where where there weren't any feet and suddenly things like clay or putty were being fashioned and formed on this little boy's feet and he stood up with completed feet and don't forget this little boy was blind couldn't see never seen his mother never heard his mother looked across the stage and this is where was this lovely black lady took the photograph of this little boy running across the stage crying out mummy That's the power I want because I want now this is what my God does this is my God this is the God of love this is the God that loves you and loves me and I and then boom we can preach to them about the love of God don't we want this that's gone from the church but it's coming back A, A. Allen used to say this Bible times are here again Bible times are here again Bible times are here again why are we seeing it in the church these miracles because God is looking for a people he can trust with this anointing with the power and the authority that a bunch of people won't abuse it that they won't operate out of love they'll have no joy they'll have no peace in their lives they won't be kind they won't be gentle they won't have goodness they won't have any patience they won't have any self-control but he's looking for a people that will walk in the ways of God and have love operating in their lives. You see I want to enlarge your spirit man. I want you to now practice asking your spirit man to come out to the front and be known and we operate out of that much of our spirit. I want to operate out of this much of my spirit. Where does your spirit live? It lives here. The very DNA of Christ lives here. So how can we be unkind? How can we not be full of goodness and love and gentleness? We want to operate out of that, don't we? Yeah. Do you want to operate out of your spirit? Yeah. Yes! Yeah. I want to operate out of my spirit because I have a direct link to God and the power to flow through. Not to make me look good, but to make him look good. To glorify, to glorify the Father that loves me. And he demonstrated that love, how? By sending his one and only. I couldn't do that to Joshua. I couldn't say, Joshua, I'm gonna send you into this place, they're gonna hate you, they're gonna abuse you, they're gonna rip your beard out, they're gonna spit on you, they're gonna beat you up, and then guess what, I'm gonna watch them as they lay 30 lashes across your back, and your back and your body is gonna be ripped open where the muscle is hanging down, the bones are showing. And then I'm going to allow them to take you and I'm going to allow them to dislocate your arms as they put you there on a cross and then they're going to hammer you to that cross and then you're going to die. Why? Because I love him. I love her. And you're going to become that perfect sacrifice. That's what God did. God so loved us that he gave us his one and only. He gave us his best. Why? To leave us like this? Get me out of here. Get me out of here if that's what it's about. No, he wants us to become like him. That's right. that's right. So we can be trusted with what's coming. How do you start getting your spirit man? Acknowledge him. Sit there and meditate on your spirit man in you. And just allow him to come to the front. And he will show you things. And then you need to have prayer in your life. You need to have the prayer of tongue in your life. You need to be thankful and get up and say, thank you, Jesus. I've got a roof over my head. I've got clothes on my back. I can put food on my table. And I thank you for my wife. I thank you for my boy. And I thank you, Father, that you first loved me. You've got to be thankful for him. It will open up all these doors. Praise and thanksgiving. You start worshipping him. You start loving on him. You start doing these things. And you'll start having encounters with him not just so I can boast about the encounters, but show me your ways, Lord, so I may know you. Show me your ways, so I may know you. Be conscious of your spirit, man, talk to him. Give him permission to take over. Every day, whenever you can think about it, every day. Holy Spirit, the same spirit that raised Jesus from there, come on, I'll give you permission now to take over my body. Come to the front and be conscious of him. Talk to him. See, we need to water and feed the spirit man that's in us. Otherwise, it won't grow. It will not grow. It won't grow. In Ephesians 3, verse 16, it says here, And that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through the Spirit, in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So there's a big example. You've got to acknowledge that that spirit man that is in you, that will have might in you. Acknowledge him and have faith that he'll come to the front. That is a key that will unlock your spirit man in you, in your inner man. That's what the Bible says. May dwell in your, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in hate, oh no, love, rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all of the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height, to know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God of God, the fullness of Him. The fullness of God. You should be overflowing. Your cup should be overflowing with the goodness of God in the land of the living. We we don't have it. But it's coming. Where He will put me on a pedestal in the presence of my enemies. This is on earth, not on heaven. Because we won't have any enemies in heaven. This is on earth. That He will anoint my head with oil. And my cup will overflow in the presence of my enemies, that I can see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is coming to us. It is already on us. Be filled with the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. (coughs) So the spirit man in Peter was huge. Huge. And here we have, just from chapter Acts Acts 1 and 2, just before that we see Peter denying Jesus. Three times. Jesus said to Peter, Peter, you're going to deny that you ever knew me as a mate, as a friend. You're going to deny me. You're not going to have any loyalty. You're you're not going to show me. You're going to deny me. By, By the time the croc crows... In the, announced in the early morning, going to deny me three times. But Jesus restored Peter by asking Peter three times, do you love me? When he, when he was resurrected, he asked Peter three times, do you love me, Peter? And eventually Peter on the third time says, God, you know I love you. Jesus, you know that I love you. You know that I love you. Because Jesus was restoring Peter back to his first love. Isn't that incredible? It wasn't that? And look at this. Look at this. Acts 5, verse 15. Acts 5, verse 15. So they, listen, folks, this is coming to us. Joshua, Wesley, Josephine, Thomas, this is coming to us. Kids, faith, where are you? This is coming to us. The kids as well as us. So they bored out the sick in the streets and laid them on bed and couches that at least the shadow of Peter passing might fall on some of them. All the multitude gathering around the cities of Jerusalem bringing sick and all were tormented with unclean spirits and all of them were healed this is coming to us all of them are going to be healed we're not going to pray a little prayer we're going to pray for the power to be released we're going to start defeating the works of the enemy that's what Jesus says John in 1 John 5 it says the reason that Jesus came was to defeat the works of the enemy the reason Jesus came was to defeat the works of the enemy And we've got some work to do, haven't we? Haven't we? Listen, starting a youth thing, is isn't going to do, reach all these kids in in Sheffield. It'll reach a few, and we've got to use what what we've got now in the natural. But the Spirit of God can touch all flesh. Because in one day, in the book of Acts, how many people, just in one day, came to know the Lord? 3,000. And then we read another part, 5,000 came to the Lord. They reached that city... In six months, and over a million people came to know the Lord. Ephesus, the, bo- the book of Ephesians, is a blueprint of how to take a city. I say now, I prophesy this with every part in me Holy Spirit, talk through me. We are going to see Sheffield being declared the healthiest city in, in England. And then we're gonna see England being declared the most healthiest country. And then we're gonna see Great Britain being declared as the healthiest nation. Now, if we don't believe that, we're wasting our time. And if we don't believe that, we haven't got faith for God to move. I believe we're gonna see this. This is the answer to Brexit. This is the answer to Parliament. When they have the righteousness of God, they'll bring the laws of the land to line up with what the Bible says. This is what we want, and it's only by a move of God. Let the prophets, like Daniel, arise and shine and speak into people like the Prime Minister and all of her cabinet, or their cabinet, whoever it's going to be. Let them, let the Esthers, go before the King of Kings and know that you've been born for such a time as this. This is it, folks. Right. Can you just turn with me, please, to Luke? I thought I had it written down, but I don't. Turn with me. I want you to see this. That's all right, don't worry. I want you to see this this is my and I'm gonna finish on this Then I will have to go into a part three because I'm not even a quarter of the way through what I've got written down but listen folks we know that the baptism of Jesus he had the fullness of the Holy Spirit yes the Holy Spirit came on him yes, yes. right Luke 4 verse 1 Jesus full of the Holy Spirit left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights Because I'm telling you now, I'm prophesying, I'm telling you, many of us have been in the wilderness. Many of us are having wilderness experiences over these last few years, yes? If you've been going through wilderness, put your hand up. Well, it's most of you. Why? Why have you been going through that wilderness? Because Jesus was showing you who's most important in your life. If you're sat here, you've overcome. You still a believer you still love him if you've overcome the wilderness and you sat here you've overcome yes but look what's coming so Jesus has got the fullness of the Holy Spirit yes so if he has the fullness of the Holy Spirit he can operate out of the nine fruits and the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit yes yes okay right turn with me now to Isaiah 11. In fact, Caroline, can you read it out nice and loud? Isaiah 11, verse two. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So here we have the spirit of God in all of its fullness. So as I said to you, you won't just have a word of knowledge, you'll have the spirit of all knowledge. You won't have just a, a little bit of knowledge, you'll have the spirit of all, all wisdom and knowledge and understanding. You won't have will just be able to pick up a car with one, you know, with a jack, but you'll be able to pick it up with your hand. You'll have the, the spirit that Samson had. David's mighty men of valor. David, they operated out the spirit of power and might. When one man can stand there, you know, you read the scriptures, it's there. And he held a pass, and he killed over 3,000 men. And it said that he had the very sword that was broken off, embedded in his hand, he couldn't release it. And he was blocking off an army, Coming, one man. He had the spirit of might. And I asked the Lord, Lord, will you show me how the, the three mighty men and Ben and Neer, who was David's bodyguard. I've done the study. I said, how do they operate? And the Lord gave me a vision. Can I show you what happened? You're, Joshua, stand up. Wesley, stand up. Josephine, come to the front. Quickly. Stand. Come. Right. Say I'm, I'm a mighty man of valour, and you're the bad guys. You want to hurt me. You're the really bad guys. You really want to hurt me. Now, if you attack me, do it gently. Right. Attack me. Go on. Attack me! Not run away from me! Right. Can I show you something? Right? That's in real time. Why are you hanging back? <laughs> right, can I show you what happens? I'm going to attack you. You're the three mighty men of valor. Can I show you? I'm, I'm, I'm an army. Can I show you what happened? This is what the Lord showed me. Watch. Boom, boom, and then another one would come out. It killed me. Another one would come, and they would literally. Everything was slowed down to such an extent. That in real time, this is how fast they were moving for them. For, for them. This is, and then, therefore, shoo, cut my head off. <sighs> Another one come. Because <sighs> I was moving in such, you know, and, and this is how we defeated them. Because that's the spirit of all power and might. Mm-hmm. The speed slowed down for them. for them. This is how they operated out of it. Well done, mighty men and women of valor. <laughs> <laughs> Right? How many people, because when, when the Nephilim come on this world, right? There's a big one for you. We're going to have to fight them. How did David do it? The giant moves so slowly, you get the bead on it. Boom! It's great, isn't it? But folks, this is the power of spirit. This is the spirit of all power and might. Power and might. This is coming to a body of people, where you will literally, when the spirit says, "I want you to go and rescue some people," and in the spirit you go and you go into a jail, door open, <laughs> door open, <laughs> <Yep>. door, <clears throat> follow me, and you lead them out, and you won't be seen. You'll be the SAS of the Holy Spirit. You will operate out of that and you will release the captives. This is coming to us. Jesus did he the yep. Remember they wanted to stone him? They took him outside, they wanted to stone him. And what does the Bible say? He walked through them. You won't be seen. Start blacking yourself up and getting the camo on. Because the Holy Spirit is looking for those that say yes and amen. I want this. I want this. But he wants to give it more than I want it. And I want it. (laughs) I want it, Lord. But watch this. Chapter 4, Luke, in verse 14. So we know that in verse 1, he had the fullness of the Holy Spirit on him. But look what it says in verse 14 Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit. I want the power of the Holy Spirit. And over the next teaching, I'm going to tell you how that spirit man has got to come to the front, how you have passed a test, you've been in the wilderness, and God is about to want this to give to you. And in faith, you're going to receive it. Do you want this? Because I want, I want the spirit of all knowledge, where I'll be able to look at somebody in the street and tell everything about them. That's what William, Brenham, William Branham had. The angel that appeared to William Branham said, look, if you can get the people to believe, take your hand, take their hand in your hand, and I will tell you everything about them. Everything. William Branham could tell you your name without knowing it, where you lived, the name of your parents, the name of your wife, the name of your children, the name of your doctor. Everything. He knew he had the spirit of all knowledge. And people go, how does he know this about me? <gasps> and he knew it. He didn't have to prove it. And then he healed them. Because he said, if you can get the people to believe, not even cancer will stand in your way. I listened to a program yesterday of how many millions of people have died of cancer. Folks, we've got to get the power. We've got to be the answer. Kids, we've got to be the answer to all of this. We're going to pray for you, Ginny. Again, for God to complete it now, we're going to ask the Lord to manifest physically. Yes, yes. we are. We're going to start that the power. You're to. Well, I'm going to pray in a minute. You're going to believe that you're going to receive this, and then we're going to get Ginny up here and we're going to pray over. Her. We're going to love on her. She needs loving on. Yes, and I want to see the fullness manifestation of the healing. I'm not going to pray for healing. I'm going to pray for the fullness of the healing to come forth. Do we believe? Listen, if God can give 26 major miracles to one little boy, yes, he can do it again. Bible times are here again. Bible times are here again. Believe, believe, believe. If you believe, these signs will follow you. Yes? So I'm going to pray. I'm going to start asking the Spirit, the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, to, that lives in you to come out of you, to start operating in you, to start being enlarged in you. And then the next teaching I'll bring will be about how to get that out fully. Because we need to operate out of this. Because I want the power. I want the power to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cleanse the lepers, to drive out demons. I can do it. I can go to Africa and hold a miracle crusade. And I'm how do you know I've done it? I've seen the sick be healed. I've seen the lame walk. I've seen the ears pop open. I've seen blind eyes. I've seen it. I've seen cancer drop off bodies. But you know. But we want more. I want more. I want more. I want more. I want more of him in my life. I want to I have the character that will keep the, the gates of God's heavenly storerooms open so that my character will keep that door open. So Father, just put your hands up. Stand up, please. Stand up. Just stand up, because if you're about to receive something, because we cannot gain this, but we've just got to be willing and saying yes, amen. So I ask every spirit of God that is in and in us, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives in each and every one of us. I command now for that spirit. I give you permission. Give that spirit permission to come out of you. and start. Just, just say, I, I, I give you permission in my body to start coming and dominating and taking over. Holy Spirit, come out now. Come to the front of my life because we need you. We need you more than we need anything else in this world. We need you. So Holy Spirit, now I just pray, we have been through wildernesses, we've been through trials, and we're, we're overcomers. We've not turned to the left or the right, we're overcomers. So I ask now, let that Spirit connect with your Holy Spirit, with you, Holy Spirit. You are the source, you are the one that will descend on us with fire. You are the one where tongues of fire will come and rest on each and every one of our heads. But our Spirit wants to connect with you. We want to operate, not independently, but be totally led by you, Holy Spirit. We do not want to operate so we have all the glory. We want to operate to bring Jesus and have all the glory. We want to heal the sick. We want to raise the dead. We want to cleanse the lepers. We want to drive out demons. But we want to give the gospel, the message of the true gospel, and the goodness and the kindness of that gospel to go out into the city. And Holy Spirit, we recognize that we cannot do it but you can do it through us. So we ask for the power to rest on us. Wow, can anyone feel that? Can anyone feel that wind that's just come in this room? There's a wind, can you feel it? Can you feel that wind? Can you feel that just a breeze coming in? Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you, Holy Spirit. Come and rest on us. Come and teach us what we need to have taught. Hit them, Lord. We're hungry. We're hungry for these things. Father, we haven't come here to play at church. We've come here to be separated from this world. And Holy Spirit, we need your help. Come in. Come in with your external and to connect with our internal. We give you permission. Come in. Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you, you are our enabler, you are our helper. We cannot do anything. We don't want to do anything out of your away from your spirit. We want to be operating in your spirit. But Holy Spirit, give us love. Give us peace and joy. Give us patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness and be of great self-control. But let us walk in love, Holy Spirit. Help us to walk in love. I pray John five nineteen on you and on me. John 5:19 that we will never operate independently we will only operate of what the father shows us